on the Aggie Sports Network. From Learfield, Aggie basketball has been brought to you by Sports Academy and Racquet Club. Your club, your results, your life. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Ford, go further. Also by ARS. Clean up, restore, rebuild. Welcome to Aggie Postgame. Here's Scott Gerard. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. Fortunately, GEICO makes it easy to bundle your home and car car insurance. It's a good thing, too, because having a home is hard work. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. GEICO.com, easy. Well, nothing easy tonight for Utah State after leading by 16 with about five minutes left in the first half. Fresno State able to trim that to 10 going into the break and then spend much of the second half just whittling away and whittling away to the point where Utah State got themselves in a little bit of trouble down. And uh, once Fresno State was able to take the lead, Utah State fought back, took the lead back a couple times. But a big play with Utah State forcing down five, back-to-back scoring possessions, cut it to one with about 20 seconds left or with about 40 seconds left. Utah State needing to get a stop to get the ball back, try to take the lead. Robinson double-teamed, kick out of the post to a wide-open Holland, who's a 47% three-point shooter, was wide open on the wing three, buried it, pushed it to a four-point lead, and Utah State at that point with 40-some-odd seconds left ended up being kind of the difference in the game because uh, Utah State unable to get buckets. In fact, the Aggies missed their last four field goal attempts. And uh, Utah State loses this game by 7, 61-54, as the Aggies now fall to 10-8 and eight on the season and now 1-3 and three in, or excuse me, 1-4 in conference play. So, again, this is a team that has got some work to do, has got some things to figure out. Every conference game has been there. I mean, that's, the, that's almost the more frustrating thing is the realization that these games are there to be had. I mean, Utah State is just a bucket or two away in each one of these games from being undefeated in conference play. I know this is an this will be a uh, seven point spread, but you get that stop, it, it's going to be a one possession game going forth. And instead, with free throws that Fresno State was able to hit down the stretch, the score feels a little bit different than what it ended up being. But you go back and look, you lose to Air Force by two, 49-47. You lose, you beat New Mexico in overtime. Um, then you lose to Colorado State by three. You lose to Wyoming by two. And then this one uh, is just uh, kind of a gut punch for Utah State, to say the least. Final in this one, 61-54. Twisted Sugar Cookies have more than 20 cookie flavors and more than 100 flavors, especially sodas. They even have gluten-free options. Located at 532 South Main Street, Suite 120 in Logan. Full menu can be viewed at TwistedSugar.com. We'll continue with your post-game show next. You're listening to Aggie Basketball from Learfield. Final in this one, Utah State loses to Fresno State 61-54. Siegfried and Jensen specializing in just injury cases for more than 30 years. Siegfried and Jensen helping those who have been injured in auto accidents. Siegfried and Jensen, proud supporter of Aggie Athletics. More information about the law firm available at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Well, the Aggies feel like they've been in a car crash after this one. Just a gut punch looking so good early in the game. And then um, Fresno State, this is a game that it kind of felt like it was really close to being a blowout like there's those moments in a game where it just kind of feels like it's kind of teetering and if you can string another another couple buckets push it to a 20 point game 
things probably fall apart. But instead, Utah State unable to push it out to 20-plus when they were up by 16. And instead, Fresno State was able to whittle it away, got a little bit of confidence, ended the first half on a 8-0 run, or excuse me, had an 8-0 run before Utah State got a bucket to push it back to 10 at halftime. And then it just, uh, then that's when things really fell apart for Utah State, just unable to really get things going in terms of offensively in the second half. And, you know, the three-point shooting woes is something that will be continue to be talked about as the Aggies were just 2 of 12 from the line tonight, and that is an issue that is going to be resolved eventually. you got to think these are just too good of shooters for these woes to continue, but my goodness, Aggies have some work to do to try to get it where it needs to be going forward. All right, Utah State led in scoring with Sean Bears to add 12 points, 6 rebounds, and 5 assists. Stephen Ashworth with three points, Horvath with nine, uh, Ryland Jones with eight, Justin Bean with ten, Shulga with four, Trevin Dorius, who I thought if you had a player of the game tonight, I think it's Trevin Dorius, which is interesting because Dorius had Robinson, and for the most part, Robinson had played well, or Dorius had played well against Robinson. Uh, Robinson on the final, well, not the final, but the uh, really the backbreaker uh, was posted up in the paint, was about eight feet away, was starting to go to work. Utah State dropped into a double team and uh, sagged off of Holland on that double team. And then the kick out back to Holland, who's their best three-point shooter and one of the best three-point shooters in the Mountain West Conference, calmly knocks it down from the right wing. And that ended up kind of being a bit of the difference in this game. It pushed the one-point lead to four, made it a double-digit. And at that point, it's now you know you need a bucket, you need fouls, and you just start chasing points at that point. If you can keep it a one-possession game, then you're certainly in a much better issue. So... Obviously, if you're going to concede a bucket, you concede the two, not the three, but it was the three-point shot they ended up doing in Utah State in this game. Deion Stroud with 14 points tonight. Holland, uh, second-leading scorer with 13. Robinson with only 11. He was 4 of 12, 0 for 2 from the three-point line, was 3 of 4 from the free th- or, uh, from the free throw line. He had 11 points, 13 rebounds, also dished out six assists. None bigger than the one that ended up being that three-point shot. Hill with seven, Campbell with four, as Fresno State ends up getting the 61-54 lead. Valley Office Systems, a proud partner of Utah State Athletics for eight years, providing office equipment and technology like printers, copiers, and software to businesses with customer service and support. Eight locations throughout Utah, Idaho, and Wyoming. More information available at valleyofficesystems.com. You're listening to Aggie Basketball. Final on this one, Fresno 61, Utah State 54. Take a break. Continue on uh, on your postgame show. You'll hear from Ryan Odom straight ahead. It's all right here on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield. Utah State has missed their last four field goals to end the half or end the uh, ball game, and uh, Fresno State was 18 of 20 from the free throw line, shooting 90% from the free throw line, and uh, that'll that'll get you into trouble every time. Final in this one, 61 to 54, as the Aggies drop a tough one. Um, as Utah State now has some work to do, now one and four in conference play, and 10 and eight overall. Bank of Utah and Utah State, or excuse me, yeah, Bank of Utah and Utah State Athletics are teaming up this basketball season to do, donate to Hoops for Hope. Every point the Aggies score at home, Bank of Utah will donate $1 to Hoops for Hope. A check will be presented at the final home game on February 28th. Big thanks to Bank of Utah for supporting the Utah State Aggies. All right, they're going to look at your schedule coming up. After this game tonight, Utah State will play back-to-back home games. In fact, four out of the next five for Utah State will be at home. 
They've got Boise State coming up uh, in just two nights from now, then San Diego State on the 26th. So Utah State's got a little bit of a break there, and they're going to need that too. Um, I believe R.J. Isle Rock probably will be back for that Boise State game, certainly for the San Diego State game. Then the Aggies will be back on the road taking on Nevada on January 29th and back-to-back home games against Air Force and UNLV. Um, but you, you look at these next two, actually next three games, it's the gauntlet. There's no doubt. And uh, it started tonight with this uh, game against Fresno State. So much momentum in the first half and unable to really right the ship and get things going in the second half after Fresno State did a great job. And, and we kind of talked about it, too, at the end of that first half. That game could have gone a couple different ways. The way Utah State was playing, it kind of felt like they were right there on the edge of blowing this thing wide open, taking a you know, 18, 20-point lead into halftime, and Fresno State sitting around for 15 minutes wondering, what are we doing here? It's ridiculous. Uh, but instead, Fresno State was actually able to cut it to eight before a late bucket pushed it to a 10-point lead for Utah State. So Fresno State had a little bit of confidence, and then it transferred into the second half. Uh, Aggies attempted eight three-point shots, only one of eight from the three-point line in the second half, uh, two of 12 for the game. That's 16%. And, again, Utah State, that's actually going to bring their average down a little bit. Utah State shot 19% in their first four games in Mountain West Conference play. They were at 19% from three. Now they're going to be sitting a little bit lower than that after a 16.7% effort tonight and one of eight. And again, it just feels like these guys are too good of shooters uh, for these three balls not to go in. I mean, Bearstow's 0 of 2. Ashworth, 1 of 2. Horvath, 1 of 2. Jones, 0 for 4. Bean, 0 for 1. Shulga, 0 for 1. And it just adds up to a really rough night from the line. Now, for three-point shooting for Fresno State, they shot 35% from the three-point line, including 40% in the second half. And when you've got a guy like Holland, who's a 47% three-point shooter, he's 3 of 6, including the big one. They ended up stretching the game. Campbell, 1 for 1. Calamario, 1 for 1. Whitaker, 1 for 2. Leading scorer was uh, Stroud with 14 points. Holland with 13 points. And, you know, probably the disappointing part in all of this is that Utah State lost to Fresno and Robinson. Now, granted, when I say this, I'm talking about a point production standpoint. He had 11 points. His average is nearly 20 points a game. But he affects the game in so many different ways. Uh, obviously, rebounding. He pulled down 13 rebounds. He dished out six assists. So even though he didn't get it going from a point standpoint, he affects the games and makes so many winning plays out there with his ability to distribute and his ability to make big, sh- uh, you know, to get uh, his ability to distribute, get assists, and uh, put teams in a situation to win. So he did that tonight, uh, and he played with four fouls for uh, a part of the latter part of the second half, Utah State had three players with four fouls tonight, Ashworth, Horvath, and uh, Trevin Dorius. I thought Trevin Dorius ended up, uh, we're going to name a player of the game, your Everlight Solar player of the game. I thought Trevin Dorius was really good. Eight points tonight uh, on uh, four of four shooting. Um, He ended up with eight points and seven rebounds tonight, and he is your Everlight Solar player of the game. Everlight Solar, um, proud presenting sponsor of Utah State basketball. All right, take another break, come back, and uh, hopefully we'll hear from Coach Odom here momentarily. This is Utah State Hoops from Learfield. Sixty-one fifty-four, the final in this one. Utah State losing to Fresno State. Aggie shooting 47% from the field. Let me refresh that, make sure that's right. But Utah State shooting 47% from the field, 39% is Fresno State. 
Uh, Three-point shooting, the big difference in this one. Fresno State, 7 of 20. Utah State, 2 of 12. Fresno State also picking up 10 additional points from the free throw line in this game as Fresno State was 18 of 20 and Utah State was 8 of 13. Both teams turned the ball over 15 times in this game. Uh, Utah State was 17 points off of turnovers. Uh, Fresno State with 13. Utah State out-rebounded in this game by Fresno State, 31-28, to 28, including seven offensive rebounds. Second-chance points, Fresno State with 12. Utah State with just seven. Fast-break points, Utah State had nine in the first half, only had two in the second half, and it ended up being 11-9. to nine. So what appeared to be a pretty good advantage for Utah State went away pretty quickly in that second half. Um, three block shots, all by Robinson in this game. Utah State with only one block. Utah State with nine steals, and the Aggies with nine assists. And that is, you know, that's also another thing to take a look at in this game. Utah State only assisted on nine of their 22 made field goals, and um, certainly not indicative of who Utah State is offensively in this game. Joining us now, Ryan Odom, head coach of Utah State. And, Coach, another heart-wrenching uh, another heart-wrenching loss. What was the message of that team in the locker room after this one? Yeah, we just got to get better. I mean, you know, we've been talking a lot about our defense and trying to improve that, you know, recently to ignite our offense a little bit. And uh, I think what you saw was Fresno State did just that. Um, you know, in the second half, you know, they, they relied heavily on their defense. They knocked a bunch of balls loose. Uh, they disrupted us. Um and, you know, we've just got to get a little bit better. Um, obviously, we're down two key guys right now, but there's no excuses, right? We can't, can't make excuses based on that. Uh, I thought the other guys that, that have filled in, filled in quite nicely. I mean, Trevin and Brandon, you know, uh, in, in terms of guarding Robinson, you know, in this particular game, I thought they did a magnificent job. And has a very, very good player. Um, he made made key plays, you know, in that second half, not only scoring but delivering the ball. He had six assists in the game and delivered the ball to, to guys to make make it easier uh, for their offense. And, um, you know, it was tight again. Uh, missed a couple of key free throws. You know, that would have kept it a little bit closer. And, and uh, obviously we fouled there at the end and, and uh, didn't score down the stretch. But, Get the five-second count. Got a good shot for being there that you know he can make. And uh, you know, I think unfortunately for our guys, they're 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 beat up right now because um, that was a game that you know we, we certainly didn't come in expecting to you know be in a position where six, we're up 16 at, you know, at one point in that first half. Sometimes halves can go that way. And they, I thought the key was the end of the half for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we kept talking about not you know we were right. You know, one one foul away from them being in the bonus, and and we knew that could be a problem because they were struggling scoring. And we fouled them a couple of times. They got there and made a key three. But uh, and then the beginning of the second half, obviously they came out um, and, uh, and and tightened it. You know, pretty quickly. And I think it was nine to three. You know, at the beginning of that that second half, which really closed it and um, gave them confidence and shook ours a little bit. And um, you know we uh, we turned it over too much in the second half, so we just we've got to we've got to continue to you know get a little bit better and you know try to figure out 
what's best for the for the guys. Obviously, we've got a quick turnaround, right? So it's not like yeah. we've got a, a ton of practice time here. So I uh, one possession, I, you guys fought. You got down five, and you guys fought like crazy. You got uh, two stops. Uh, you get possession. You get points on two possessions. You cut it to one. Um, Robinson gets into the kind of that just inside the paint a little bit, and then kicks out for the three. Uh, you did bring the double on Robinson. Is that what you wanted to? Was it a rotation on the three that that left that wide open three? That yeah, I mean, yeah, no doubt. I mean, we went after him, and he got out. He got it out of there pretty quickly, and and uh, you know he just made a good play. And you know, Ryland was worried about you know a cutter, you know, going to the basket, and it was twenty three at that at that point, and he got kind of sucked in there, and then Robinson saw it. And uh, and skipped it out. I mean, twenty five Holland. I mean, he's a he's a, a key player, you know, yeah. for their team. And a lot of times, he's a recipient of those kickouts. And the zone, he got the three in the corner, and then he got that three, and and really created that separation that we didn't need, you know, at that particular time. But it felt like we had to get it out of his hands, um, you know, because they're obviously in the bonus at that point. And uh, they shot shot eighteen for twenty from the free throw line. Uh, you know, today, so credit to them. When you when you talk about a team and you talk about responding and, and, and trying to get their, their minds right, how do you help a team that might be faltering a little bit from a confidence standpoint? Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it's, you know, in practice, you know, and, and it's just time, it's film, you know. It's, you know, I think our guys know we're, we're you know, we have the makings of a good team and, and we're obviously extremely competitive. We just got to improve the margins a little bit. And we got to turn them in our favor. You know, right now we're we're a little bit sloppy with some things, key stops, key assignments. You know, they got too they got downhill too many times on the right hand. Uh, you know, in that second half, first half we were stopping that, and you know, as guys were driving down the lane, you know, there was an Aggie jersey in front of them. We've got to be more consistent, and that's a margins thing. You know, we've got to be more consistent with with details and and. Um, you know, I think that's all that comes through practice and film and, you know, communication. I mean, these guys know that we love them as coaches. They love one another. And, you know, there's, there's not going to be – it's still early in the season, uh, you know, at this point in the conference season. And, uh, obviously, we know we're in a, you know, in a, in a dogfight here. This is – it's a really good conference, you know, this year. And uh, a lot of good players on each team. And we just faced two big-time front court you know, uh, players. And you know, I thought Trevin and, and Brandon, you know, did about as good as you can do you oh, know, yeah. against that guy. Well, Coach, you and I are going to be talking way too much over the next few days, so I'll let you go, and uh, we'll talk again pregame leading into that Boise State game. Appreciate your time. Awesome. Thank you, brother. You got it. That is Ryan Odom, head coach at Utah State. After a disappointing loss tonight, Utah State drops a tough one to Fresno State, 61-54. to Segment and Coach's Conversation brought to you in part by the Sports Academy and Racquet Club, your club, your results, your life. Well, as we mentioned, Utah State has a little time to worry about this one uh, as they will be back in action less than 48 hours from now. They will be taking on a Boise State team, so uh, and that will be in the spectrum. Luckily, Utah State, four out of the next five, will be in Logan. It gives us time. Gives this team a little bit of time to get healed up, get right, and find a way to get themselves back into a groove. 
um, because they've got some work to do. 61-54, the final in this one. Utah State loses to Fresno State. Big thanks to Ryan Odom. Big thanks, as always, to Eric Jensen back in studio, keeping us on the air. And big thanks to you for listening. Final in this one, Utah State loses to Fresno, 61-54. And you heard it all right here on the Aggie.